I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey guys, just a quick message before you start listening to this podcast. Did you know that all of our Red Men Plus content also comes in podcast form? Not only do you get access to all the videos, you also get access to all of our podcasts too. They will download directly into your native app so you can get them on the go. So don't miss out on any more Red Men content. Sign up at redmenplus.com and like I say, get all of these amazing podcasts directly into your device. Right, I hope you enjoy this show. Reports in Ecuador of linked Liverpool with a move for Brighton's Moises Casado, um, and Dave Maddock also named him as a potential target. Dave Maddock's all over at the moment. Um, Ed, anything on this? No, um, he's he's flavour of the month, isn't he? Um, not Dave Maddock. Um, <laughs> Moises Casado. Yeah, no, he, he's always flavour of the month with me. Um, I mean, I know so United were linked with him. That that did feel like a classic sort of. Who's that fella who was boss against us the other week? You know, he he's he looks a good player. Twenty is he twenty? I think. You know, Brighton have got Brighton seems to be the sort of the new Southampton in the sense of oh they aren't they getting an awful lot right with the way that they're planning their you know the succession plans and selling players and making good money and becoming a bit of a destination for you know mid the the, the player before he makes the jump to to a big big club. Um, no, I haven't. I, I it's a sort of a if you want to call it a join the dots link, it's it's a bit obvious one where you're saying, well, you know, Liverpool are looking for a, well, if Liverpool need a midfielder, a young midfielder, someone who's playing well and got a bit of Premier League experience. Um, I haven't, I haven't heard that Liverpool are anything other than admiring his form at, Black, at Brighton, you know, which yeah. which we all most are, we all are. He yeah. was he was referenced. I can't, I'm not, I can't remember whether it was on the Athletic podcast or whether it was on Totally Football last week because obviously with the United links and it was a bit. I think United had turned down the opportunity to sign him previously because they weren't they weren't sure on him or whatever. And now the, the, the joke is they could have had him for a handful of million. And if you want him now, you're talking forty, well, th- fifty that's, million. That's probably ago. another point worth making, isn't it? Is they've just sold Marco Carella for fifty plus million. Suggest that they don't need to sell. You know, if their if their model is sort of you know one a season, one a season. I mean, I know Basuma went. I think I think that was sort of probably a, a delayed sale. If you like, it looked more likely that he was going to go last summer. Um, I can even add that onto it. But if they've if they've made that kind of money back already, I think Mope is another one who might be on the way out for good money, considering he's not. You know, he's obviously not their them their guy at the moment. I think there's um, yeah. Ben White obviously went last last summer. 
they don't look like they're in. They look. You could you could look at that and say, well, they always do sell. But I think you'd also look and say, well, why would they sell it now? I'm guessing they let Basuma go on the proviso that he steps into the breach and, and becomes that. So yeah, I, I, I'd be surprised if Brighton sold, but a lot of money can turn. A club like Brighton's head. Absolutely. Uh, just just for the phrasing on all this, Anfield edition of tweeted Liverpool closing in a Moises Casado deal, meeting in the morning with verbal agreements in place to Liverpool and Brighton, just waiting to sign. 45 million euros plus 5 million euro add on fees. That comes from Jam Molestina, who, just let's follow this through just to check, is Jose Alberto Molestina e, um, a periodista deportivo Guayalquilineño. I've nailed that. Um, I, he's got 115,000 followers on Twitter. So <laughs> that he has now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he didn't have them yesterday. Um, yeah, well, he's, I mean, so this, is, this, 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 is this this morning? This the was, uh, well, I, well, actually saying that, this was tweeted on the 19th of August, so that was six days ago. So, right. yeah, we've had yeah, a, little, I mean, a little while for that to I'd, 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 I'm not dismissing Jose. Uh, is it Jose? Juan? Sorry. Um, I'm not dismissing him in, in, in the slightest... But there's an awful lot of it flying around. I mean, I had this them, is where we're at. I had Frankie De Jong on, on on goals transfer blog this morning, and having to sort of tell them check check where you've put that from because if you if you do, you don't have to scratch too deep to find out that that's an absolute wind up. Well, let me well let's cover that actually because we had a question come in from Quad Bod on the uh, on the Discord. He says uh, Liverpool, and it's got a. a, a, a a clip that he's taken here saying Liverpool have made an offer to Barcelona for 25-year-old Dutch midfielder Frankie de Jong according to Football Total via Forbes. Um, you know, that, that well-trodden transfer news path. I, I mean, it comes from talk of the cop, I think, is the is the source, isn't it? And that, which, oh, I'm not going to get into that argument, but the point has been made to goal this morning that don't, don't do that again, basically, <laughs> because that just makes us look very silly. I don't think Liverpool are going to sign Frankie De Jong. I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, every midfield in the world is suddenly, you know, is fair game, isn't yes. it? You know, I think Jacob Ramsey was one we saw last week, and you know, Caicedo we've seen. I think did I see Leandro Paredes, maybe or God, Barella gets thrown in. Yeah, I was going to say the Barella. Everyone that yeah, Cobb's ever mentioned in a press yeah, conference. Yeah, I think Barella is is sort of at least of that ilk where you go, well, if Liverpool we're going to if we're talking about game changing signings or sort of you know short-term and long-term solutions. I think at least someone like Barella, obviously Bellingham, those kind of players, at least they do fit the bill, whereas a lot of them you're looking at and saying, like Sander Berger, for example, really, you know, yeah. I don't see it. But <laughs> I think the big, the big. I mean, yeah, there's a press conference tomorrow, half one tomorrow. We know what the agenda will be, really. It'll be in <laughs> injuries and transfers. Um, I'll be interested to see what, what he drops this week in terms of, is there a change in tone because I've not heard anything to suggest there has been but I just wonder how you know how circumstances have to get before there is a change in it and we've seen it with Diaz that you know an opportunity emerges late in the window and, and it changes we've seen with Kabak and Davis that at some point it does get to the stage where it's like look you know I know we said it I know we, we really don't want to do this but we probably do have to does it get to that stage with, with midfielders <laughs> My instinct would say no, but I will be interested. I mean, there's still what? It's the 25th today. There's still six, seven days left of the window. Well, this time next week, isn't it? Is, uh, it? is it? Yeah. Yeah. Next day is the, I think is when it when it when oh, it's I'll short. Take that day off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I'll be interested. But just, I, I can't give I can't give anything on 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 a case though, as in 
I mean, I'm guessing that meeting in the morning didn't go particularly well. It was Well, <laughs> yeah. just in terms of a couple of the things, because you've mentioned those names, and obviously you've kind of talked around the, the circumstances that might trigger Liverpool into something. I suppose it's, it's what are Liverpool looking for if they, if there's to do something? Because I can appreciate that there's, there's some no-brainer transfers there, no matter the cost. Jude Bellingham was one mm. of them. Where you go, well, you look, you know what you're getting. You get an you get an absolute quality there, so you pay a premium because you know you're getting brilliance. But there's also another end of the market, but you could probably pick someone up who, who's at the he's going to be a body, he's going to be a capable body, and he's not going to depreciate in value for having spent a season on, uh, at Liverpool. And is that that that's what I mean? Is that is the there's the two types of transfers that Liverpool might be looking at if they were to do anything this week yeah but I mean so I, I'll give you the name for that so Yuri Tillemans would be probably a good a good name you yep. know, I think so, last year of his contract and good player but the the argument then is does Yuri if it, let's let's say Liverpool's blue sky thinking is that they'll, they'll all be fine you know they're, they're out for a few weeks they'll all be fine by the end of September and they're all fit Yuri Tillemans go into Liverpool's team no doesn't start for Liverpool for me Um He's on big. He's going to be on big wages. What? What if Yuri Tillemans gets injured? What? What? What if? What if you're in a position where, you know, Thiago stays fifth? You've got you know Liverpool have to offset that risk. Is that? Is that? Is is he someone that you can count on for two three years? No. Is he someone you can spin? Maybe you can say, okay, just do us a job for a year, and then we'll sell you for a bit. Ben Davisy, yeah. if you want. I mean, he didn't even do Liverpool a job for a year. <laughs> but does that? I don't think Liverpool really think I think would think that way personally I think it has to be someone who straight away is in the mix to right you've got a chance of starting pretty much any game you know you might not start every game but you're in the thoughts to do it and I think that's what it'll have to be in terms of the midfield I don't think it's a case of just you know get let's get someone in on loan and you know like just just have like you say have a body I think I think Jürgen would be I mean that that that's sort of what Milner is, isn't it? Is you yeah. know, and, and 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 people don't want that. And the younger players, I guess, as well. Yeah. So, I think I think it has to be someone who the club are utterly convinced is is a Liverpool player and is potentially a, a Liverpool, you know, fit, not to say first name on the team sheet, but in that in that mix of of playing every game. So, I think it's. I think. I I personally think I think they should have bought a midfield there. And I don't think they should have bought an additional midfielder. I think they should have given up on one or two of the others. Maybe, mm-hmm. well, certainly Ox and probably Cater. I think they should have. I think that's what they should have done. They should have said, no, you know what? We, these guys aren't reliable. We're going to change them for, for whoever. They didn't. Now they've got them. I don't, don't think they're going to get rid of either of them. I'm not. I find it difficult to see that they're going to get exactly what they want whilst keeping those two players as well. So it could be bad news, but I could be wrong. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah, and I suppose that again to the to the point on that, you know, you're looking to replace Oxley Chamberlain, say, but how do you how do you replace someone who's ninth? Well, but yeah, but yeah, but even when he's there, how do you replace an eighth choice midfielder? Because if you're trying to buy someone, you've got to tell. But you want to come in and be Liverpool's eighth choice midfielder, so you need to get someone who's better than that. And how many footballers were good enough? There's a law of Liverpool, and look, Man City do this all the time, and Chelsea do this all the time. There's a slew of English midfielders who've gone to to, to Chelsea over the years who were Premier League standard, but weren't Chelsea mm. standard. But go in and Conor Gallagher's there now. You know, look, it looks there's a lot of rumours. You know, because he's he's someone that I think a lot of people probably would have looked at at the end of last season. Say, oh, Liverpool take Conor Gallagher, but Chelsea have got him. Yeah. They own him, and, and doesn't look like they fancy him. Billy Gilmore is there. You know. Ruben Loftus Cheeks playing right wing back, you know. <laughs> it does feel you're right that there's a lot of there's a lot of midfielders, but there's a lot of clubs that don't, you know, look look at City's options in midfield, they're not they're not overrun with them at all. You know, there's a there's a Do you look like they've got loads until you remember that at least two of them are regulars in the front three? Yeah, <laughs> well yeah, exactly. I mean look it it doesn't stand out because I don't think people look at them the same, but also they have a they have a style about them as well. But I think if you look at City's bench quite a lot this season, you go mm, like there's only three subs you, you're really going to make. That I mean, I think I think did he what, did he make one on Sunday Guardiola? I think I know it was a bit of a wild game, but you they're not you're not looking at City's bench and going blimey look at look at the you know you look at two or three of the players and say oh yeah they've got Calvin Phillips on the bench and you've got one of Mares or Foden, but. Beyond that, you look and saying, "Well, I don't really know him." You know, he's been unproven. It's it's a similar thing, but at the moment, City's first team is is producing right. it and and is doing it, and it, it, it's re- removing that need. So, you know, they're not the only team with problems. I had to remind someone this the other day when he was saying, "You know, everyone's getting away." Someone said, "Everyone's getting away from us." I said, "Well, I'm going." I said, "Just just let you know, Chelsea got absolutely stuffed on Sunday. I think they're four points from from, from the game. City, okay, City are five points better off, but could easily have lost on on Sunday. Yeah, United, we saw, you know." Getting battered at Brentford, they've got, I think they've got a tough one on the weekend at Southampton. Who seems to have got a good result? You know, you've got Arsenal in in a good good mood, but Arsenal are, Arsenal are capable of Arsenal. Yeah, and you've got Tottenham who were looking looking decent, but I saw them at Chelsea and they were they were second best. They were rubbish against Wolves and got a got a one nil. So, you know, it's not. I'm not looking at the rest and saying, "Oh my God, like this this season's over." I'm I'm seeing it. Maybe getting closer than I thought it would at the start, but I don't think you know Liverpool have got two, I think three of the next four in the league are at home. Plenty of chances to, to to pick things back up. I suppose the only other thing on this, but it doesn't not none of this will see the the need for a midfielder for for people, of course. And I think as you said, I think all of us would just be 
so much more relaxed with the idea of just a name you'd heard of. You know what I mean? Just someone you know is a capable footballer coming into the football club. You know, that doesn't necessarily need to be an absolute world. Yeah, I do. I do think there's a, a you know, people say it sometimes the place needs a lift. You know, they say, it, but you, I think Diaz is a very good example of he gave the place a lift in it. And, yeah. and you know, I, you could say Liverpool didn't need Diaz in the sense of you know it wasn't a case of like. I don't think I, I didn't expect him to come in and just start, you know, be be a regular starter straight away. But he did. He, he did that. But I wasn't. You were looking at it. It was it was Afcon, wasn't it, at the time? And people saying, "Oh, we haven't got Salah and Mane," and then all of a sudden Diaz comes in, and he did give the place a lift. You know, would a new midfielder do that? I think he probably would. But provided I, he's got the skills. Provided, yeah. But also, I think just Thiago coming back would do that as well, probably, yeah. and you know, all of them coming back. So, you know, there's there's plenty to. There's plenty to worry about at the moment, and a, a lot of people are doing a lot of worrying, which is sort of the job of a of a fan. But you know, I don't think we should. I don't think we should write Liverpool off at this stage. I think we should we, we give them all the criticism that they deserve for performances and, and and ask questions about form and 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 policy and whatever. But don't remember, don't forget, sorry, that in March when everyone was fit, we were talking about is this the greatest Liverpool squad we've ever seen. You know, I know they've lost a couple of players since, but they have bought. We just haven't had the chance to see them enough of them. The players they've bought, yeah. you know, I think they've started one one Premier League game between them. The three that they bought, one of them hasn't even trained with the team. And, and Fabio Carvalho's looked pretty good in his sub appearances. Yeah, I would start them against Bournemouth, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Just actually, I, I meant to pick your brain on this and totally forgot, but it does tie in a little bit. What What did you make of the Jurgen Klopp comments from the like the embargoed section of the the, the press last week when he taught he he. he he talked about how it's not up to him, and you know he doesn't choose the budgets and all this kind of stuff. Because it, it it felt very much like if you read the words, it, it could only be read one way. If you watched or heard him, I think you could interpret it to, more towards him just being like it's Jürgen being Jürgen going. It's just it's fine, like you know, yeah. it is what it is. But when you consider the fact that Liverpool don't ever seem to go above and beyond the the, the never far from break even when it comes to transfers it could easily be be read into him saying like you know yeah I, I would I would like us to be more or I don't know I thought I thought he the key quote I mean I wasn't obviously at the press comms I was in Edinburgh but um yeah I I, I saw them because I, I I got sent the embargo quotes and you're reading it and you're thinking it was a bit bit rambly you know the transcript and it was a bit rambly that that's what he said but I thought the key bit was he said you can say that's why we're here in a good understanding or you can say that's why we're here in a bad understanding. Now, I think the way he said good and bad understanding is, you know, he was referring to himself. I think what he means is, in a, you, you could say that's why we're here, as in that's why we're such a good side. Or you can say that's why we're here, you know, people want, people want us to sign another midfielder. I don't think he was saying, you know, there's good and bad to it from my perspective from his perspective yeah. you know I think it, I think it was more sort of the perception of of, of it I mean he, he, what it didn't come across in the in the written quotes where he turns to the guy next to him and the press officer and says look he wants to spend money you know but I, he doesn't get to decide whether we spend money <laughs> yeah. nor do I you know and I think he says well he wants to buy them more than I do yeah. <laughs> um, which is quite funny yeah. uh, thankfully wasn't included in, in a lot of people's pieces but <laughs> I've heard them say it before, you know. I've I've heard them say, not for one single minute have I had a problem with 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 the policy. I signed up for this. I know, you know, we all do it. Um, 
I, I find it crazy sometimes when you see people saying, it's just a yes man. You know, you're like, so? <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, you know, he's not probably, but so? Like, what do you want? What do you want? Someone who's going to rock the boat and, and not win trophies and not have Liverpool at the, right at the top of the game? You know, I think the bottom line is really with it all, and we'll see whether it pans out again this way, is that the majority of the decisions that they've made are justifiable because what's followed has been success or, yeah. you know, there was a lot of people last summer who said, we've only bought Canate. You know, that's a problem. Now it now it looks now it's getting referred back to well, he only bought Canate last summer. Well, they, they nearly won everything yeah. by doing that. The season he won the league, they didn't buy anyone other than, you know, Elliot and Vandenberg. They won the league. And then all of a sudden the, the following summer it became a well, they've let things slide. You know, it's not it's not always obvious at the time, or it's not always possible at the time. Sometimes it's only when when things start to go wrong that you you start picking back. And I see I see a lot of, you know, it's it's not just this isn't a Liverpool thing. This is just a, a football and a, a just a human thing. That once things start to go wrong, you then move the history parts back and start saying it's been signs of this for two years. That's yeah. been happening. You know, he's always been that. He's always been rubbish. He's never been good enough. And if Sometimes there's a lot of take, you need to take a step and sort of say, actually, it's bad at the moment because of this, this, and this. Maybe that would help, but generally, it's been pretty good for the most part. And you know that's because of the decisions that are being taken at the club yeah. by the manager, by the the staff, by the footballing department. Yeah, no, I absolutely, and yeah, it's it's just the 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 the. the pseudo think pieces and they're not think pieces because they're just tweets effectively but it's like this the revisionism of this is what Klopp's won at his time is that enough should he have done more blah 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 and it always gets overlooked of like Liverpool have just gone through a spell where they've gone through they went through 30 years of trying everything in their power to win a league they tried to get themselves above Manchester United again to get themselves back to the top of the pile they tried a handful of different managers tactical approaches spending big money on big names spending money on up and coming talent hitting upon what the hottest places to buy players from were um, raising the youth players through yeah, you know and, and all these things and not one of them come even remotely as close let alone actually to doing it And it's but it's those things of when you're positive you say three Champions League finals is a great and a, Euro, and a Europa League finals so you say four European finals in seven years and you go blimey plus one Champions League League Cup FA Cup League title Club World Cup Super Cup Charity Shield and then, and you go well that sounds like a good old haul for that but when you're trying to say it in a bad light it's lost in two, two, I saw one say they, they lost in two finals and they'd have lost if it was a if it was a better team than yeah. Spurs and oh well and you know it, they've only delivered X Y and Z yeah it's yeah I I look you can I completely get the 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 desire and the, the demand for come on like just let's because because they're that close isn't it it's because yeah. it's one point in the league and because it's the Champions League final and because you know whatever but. They are, they are, they are in a bad moment at, at this moment in time. I've tended to football speak there. <laughs> the when group's in a bad thing, moment. Yeah, <laughs> in a bad run at this moment in time, but they, they should be all right. You know, they're not. You know, they're not this. They're fighting for tenth now, or you know, the year is over. I saw ESPN put a tweet out yesterday where I looked at it and went, "Oh, 
come on, lad. you know, I actually unfollowed them on the back of it. It was the Jürgen's seventh year is always a, a, oh, a bad yeah. one. I was like, the, the, well, the seventh, seventh, year, seventh year, he's won two trophies in his seventh year. You know, <laughs> come on, let, let's let, let's sort of let's be sensible about this. Um, I think the I think Liverpool will be okay. I don't know whether they'll win the league. They didn't win the league last year when they had the best squads they've ever had, and they were they they lost two games in the whole of the year. But let's not forget that. I, I had to remind myself as I was writing a piece, what's wrong with Liverpool? It was the first league defeat since December. You know, let's let's stop the overreaction a little bit and, yeah. and remember that. You know, yeah. that, that okay. I, I saw I saw a great tweet from the guys next door about um Redmond TV telling us how bad the start of the season's been. <laughs> I, I was thinking I laughed I laughed out loud. I thought, yeah, that's a fair point. There's a lot of clubs looking around going, oh, God, cry me a river, you know, yeah. like about your problems. You've you've drawn a couple, have you, and lost one. You know, if you can beat Bournemouth two or three nil at the weekend, all of a sudden the world looks different. They might, you know, the Champions League draws at five o'clock today. Liverpool could be in with, you know, looking forward to some amazing European trips again. Yeah, and back on that road. So, yeah, there's there's still, you know, it's not all doom and gloom at Liverpool. It just feels like that when you lose at Old Trafford. Yeah, no, it does be more so. More exacerbates absolutely everything. Thank you so much for that. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want more Red Men in your ears, then consider signing up to redmenplus.com. You get everything that's on the website in video and if you want it in podcast form. Uh, from £5 a month, redmenplus.com. You get two free items of merchandise every single season. If you sign up as a club legend, you get 20% discount codes every single month exclusive discounts from our partners as well as your name and the credits and each and every red men plus show when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89 percent off usps and ups Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.